Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, Hockey Calgary has described it as a necessary evil. The uh, changing of boundaries yet again. In 2015, there were some boundary adjustments. And it sounds as though some new changes are going to be announced on Monday. Basically, the concern is that with growth in some parts of the city, more so than others, you've got some really lopsided numbers when it comes to associations. Some associations are quite large, others are quite small. That if you rejig the boundaries, you can do it in a way so that more or less you get associations that are about the same size in terms of number of players. But why is that important? Obviously, with tiering, if smaller associations don't have necessarily upper echelon teams, you can still put them uh, in divisions where they're competing against evenly matched teams. Why is it important that we get all associations at the same number? So there's been a lot of controversy over all of this. Hockey Calgary is expected to make an announcement on Monday. It's expected that some changes are coming, but there have been those who have certainly made their voices known about why the boundaries should not be changed. One of the associations that's been pushing for uh, the status quo, essentially, is the Calgary Saints Hockey Association, Calgary Saints.ca. Joining us on the line is their president, Bob Betteridge. Bob, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, and thanks for the invite. And I, I want to start off by just speaking to the first thing you said. Yeah. You described it as a necessary evil. Well, I'm as not... they've called it. They've <laughs> called it, exactly. yes. It's yeah. certainly evil. I don't necessarily <laughs> think it's necessary, and certainly it's the case that nobody has described to us, at least, why it is a positive. Mm-hmm. Well, and expand on that, because as I understand it, uh, Saints are, are one of the smaller associations in this city, and ostensibly this is being done to try to even things out. So why is it, from your perspective, not necessarily important that your association be larger? Well, it, it's interesting, really. We are the largest association by landmass, and we are by far the smallest by total numbers. So right now we represent around about 450 families, 450 kids that play. And the largest association, I want to say, is upwards around 1,200. Uh, that said, there, in our case, are some advantages that we have uh, that other smaller associations don't have. We have access to uh, a- AGLC funding through casinos and bingos. We're able to self-fund scholarship programs. We're able to self-fund some of our members being able to play hockey at all. And we provide hockey development programs that other smaller associations just simply can't. So I can appreciate that there might be some viewpoints that say that bigger is better, and there is certainly a movement in that regard with respect to what I'll call the big five uh, that have pitched the idea that the best model is a large association model. And we don't necessarily disagree with the arguments that they make, but I think what it comes down to is that one size does not fit all. 
And in our case, small works for us. We are able to deal with things and problems as they arise. We're more like a small town than we are a small association. Would it make sense then, as opposed to changing the boundaries, to create new associations? I think that any change is going to be a difficult um, problem, in part because what it comes down to, and this is something that I think has been lacking in all of the conversations so far, is nobody has really expressed what the goal is. Is it wins and losses? Is it hockey development? Are we trying to make the next superstar? Is it fun hockey? What is it that Hockey Calgary is trying to accomplish? And I don't think we do any of it particularly well at the moment. What about access to ice? Because if bigger associations might have a competitive advantage in terms of access to to facilities, maybe that's more of an issue. So is it easier for a smaller association to to manage all of that? Well, that's an interesting question, and and that's part of what makes Saints Hockey unique. Uh, We are very lucky through our association with the Don Hartman Arena, Ness, uh, we have uh, our own ice, in, in, in essence. Most associations have to go to the Hockey Calgary pool of ice, which uh, assembles all of the available ice in the city that isn't otherwise spoken for, and each team has to go to Hockey Calgary and the, the ice pool to try and get ice allocations. In our case, because of our close association with Don Hartman, uh, we get unfettered access to ice, and that's part of what makes us special, Uh, and it might be a a point of some concern for other associations, because I do know that ice is a fundamental concern for a number of associations. That said, it's also the case that a lot of ice that's out there goes unused. It will be allocated and then get dumped back to the pool at the last minute, just because of inefficiencies in the system. So ultimately, what has to happen, I think, is there has to be a better articulation of what the goals are that Hockey Calgary is trying to fix. I don't, in our case, there's nothing to fix. We're not broken. Uh, and we surprisingly, and you speak about this idea about, about being competitive, surprisingly, as being the smallest association in the city, we're, we're actually pretty competitive. We're right in the smack in the middle of wins and losses, if you look at that, that number that Hockey Calgary keeps track of, or one of them. And, you know, that's the problem with statistics, too. There's three kinds of lies. I think Mark Twain said there's <laughs> lies, damn lies, and statistics. But in this case, the statistic of wins and losses, I think, prove out that we are an outlier. We actually can compete. In fact, we have one of our, Adam, our top Adam team is going to be representing Calgary at the provincial championships. Our Bantam Division One team went to the city finals and was beat by Glen Lake. We have teams that actually compete competitiveness is not the issue with respect to our association at least other smaller associations i know have trouble in part because they are unable to fund their endeavors to the same degree that larger associations can but that said you know larger associations have some peril too they different issues for different folks and one size does not fit all Mm -hmm. yeah that's an interesting point so if, if hockey calgary does have some concerns are, are there different ways of addressing those concerns, do you think? Well, I, th- I think so. And in fact, if you want to step back from this process, uh, and you know, one of the things that's happened is some time ago, I wrote a letter to all of the other associations expressing my views, and a number of associations reached out to me. And the, the status quo eight, I'll call them, 
mm-hmm. came together. And the status quo eights was a series of associations that included Blackfoot and Bow Valley and Northwest Warriors and Glen Lake and Southwest and Trails West and Springbank. And we all together came to the conclusion that status quo is really the path forward for the time being, at least until we can sort out what it is that we're trying to fix and whether there's a problem at all and what it is that is fundamentally important for hockey in Calgary. And and right there, I want to mention that those eight associations comprise roughly 70% of all kids that play hockey. So 70% of all of the associations under the umbrella of Hockey Calgary have spoken that status quo is really the only path. Status quo is the right path for now until we can nail down uh, what's actually broken and figure out who needs what, where, and how. And and back to the point, I think that one, if there's a, a good that comes from this whole process, it's that for the longest time, this is one of the first chances that I've seen at least where associations have actually come together and associations have actually started to discuss what is fundamentally important to them and what their issues are. So what's driving the push for change then? Or is it the other associations? Well, I'm not going to lie. I think that there are some associations that are struggling. There are associations that are struggling because they have some fixed costs and they have declining numbers, and that's perilous. And it's also the case that I think Hockey Calgary has had a bit of target fixation. They've been on this process for so long. They've been on this boundary review for so long that it's hard. You can imagine once you're a couple years into a process to come away without a win. And so I think they're desperately trying to find a path that gets them the win that they're looking for. And frankly, this just isn't it. Uh, The membership guides Hockey Calgary, not the other way around. All right. So some kind of announcement we understand is coming on Monday or Tuesday of next week. Uh, Does it sound as though Hockey Calgary has already made a decision that changes are coming? I, I don't know. I frankly don't know. I, I, the, the, the point that I should try and make here, too, is none of these are, folks are bad people. Everyone's trying to accomplish the same goal, that is to make hockey uh, the greatest sport and to promote hockey and to make it great. We just have a difference of opinion, a fundamental difference of opinion on how to undertake that action. So Hockey Calgary is in the process of coming to a conclusion. One of the three possibilities at the moment is status quo, and I'm hopeful that that's the direction that Hockey Calgary takes. The other directions are um, different, and they're fundamentally different for a number of associations, and I'll be interested to see what Hockey Calgary comes out with. Yes, we'll find out on Monday. So, Bob, uh, then let's say hypothetically, as you say, your association's around 500 or just under yeah. 500. If, if you ad- end up adding, let's say, 150 or 200, if that's mm-hmm. kind of what their target is, 650 to 700, what would be the impact of that? Well, th- this is an interesting question. And first off, we're not adverse to taking players in. We're not adverse to accepting new members to our association. I think that we could probably absorb them. However, we've had past experiences, and I'll give you an example. A few years ago, there was a, a small boundary review that was meant to result in around about, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm told it was around about 140 players that were supposed to come to the Saints. And at the end of it all, we got six. And in part, that's because players decided they didn't want to move. Families decided they didn't want to move, didn't want to travel, they didn't want to undertake a new 
association and be subject to all the perils of being part of a new association. So one plus one just doesn't equal two. You might think it adds up, but when it, all the dust settles, you'll have very unexpected consequences. All right. Some interesting perspective. Bob, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. Great. To, great. Thanks for having me. You bet. That is uh, Bob Betteridge. He's president of the Calgary Saints Hockey Association. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.